Hello everyone and welcome to another podcast from BetfairTradingCommunity.com. Obviously with me, your host Martin. Um, been a bit quiet the last couple of weeks. Uh, Ryan obviously is uh, on paternity leave. He's just had a kid. It's his first kid as well, so I imagine it will take him a little bit of a while to adjust. Um, so yeah, send him your best wishes if you if you get the chance. And uh, also for me, I've just had some sort of you know flu type illness last couple of weeks. Made it quite difficult. Um, but you know, we have to crack on through these things, don't we? And uh, I've had a few people talking to me a bit about a concept that I want to talk about today that is FOMO. Um, some of you guys will know what FOMO is. I'm sure there's some people who will be like, what the hell is FOMO? Um, but it basically stands for fear of missing out. Okay. And it's kind of a phenomenon that's probably existed for all of time. Um, but it seems to have exacerbated and become more of a real issue in the in the past few years um i, I don't know if it's a result of cultural things or a result of kind of our advances in technology that have gone so far um that there's just so much information so many things available to us now and we're kind of getting this fear of missing out on them and maybe we kind of live in this culture of this society of we want everything here and now instant gratification and things like that um and where this relates to trading is in in the sense that there's a lot of traders who have fomo who have who get a fear of missing out on a trade um and I kind of I kind of feel like it's something that needs to be addressed um because I haven't really heard it spoken about much again again like with a lot of these topics we talk about a lot of things I I cover I've not really heard it talked about much outside of Betfair trading community and I always wonder why that is um and I think there's such a focus on strategies systems etc cetera, etc cetera. a lot of the time the actual kind of the the other stuff the other stuff that's almost just as important gets pushed to the side and you know i've got friends who still message me now who aren't traders who'll say hey martin what about this bet have you seen these odds um you know and i say to them okay but what's your plan right what's your plan with these these bets you make you know um are you just dropping money on a bet and you, you don't really have a plan there's no staking plan there's no long-term plan to make money you know what's the goal of what you're doing and a lot of people who bet obviously aren't traders who probably may not even have heard of betfair trading and they're just people who will put you know 100 200 maybe more on a bet every now and then um and it's almost I kind of want to I kind of want to say it's almost like a hobby um but I'm always kind of shudder a bit at that thought because it's a lot of money to just be kind of frivolously throwing about when you haven't got a plan when you haven't got a strategy um but what interests me is that there's a lot of people out there who do this um and I, I sometimes I wonder like why is it is it is it that fear of missing out that leads them to kind of just randomly come out with these bets now and then? Um, and I think bringing this back to Betfair trading specifically, why is it such a key phenomenon? Why does it why does it 
why has it become such a big thing for a lot of traders? Why does this fear of missing out exist um, with us as traders? Why is it something that's hard to shake and get rid of? And what is it doing to our trading? So that's what I'm going to talk about today. Um, so let's just start with why, why does it exist? Okay. I've talked a little bit about society and, and the reasons why I think maybe the kind of fear of missing out culture has developed, um, especially in younger people. Um, I would say that I think anyone kind of before the computer age who was a, uh, maybe an adult before computers became, you know, a household, every household had a computer kind of thing. I think maybe FOMO isn't as big a thing for that generation. I think, like I say, that instant gratification just didn't really exist in the same way. Um, you know, it's it's funny to think that if you wanted the answer to a question, you couldn't find it out in five seconds on Google, right? If you didn't know the answer to something and you didn't have that information instantly available to you, you've had to find it maybe in a book or something like that. Um, you know, remember the days. I was thinking about this recently. One of the most awkward things when you're a young person back in the day was ringing someone's house phone, right? Because you never knew who was... It was weird. You were ringing a phone and you never knew who was going to answer. Now, you don't really get that anymore. At least most young people definitely won't. Um, because we've all got mobile phones, right? So you just ring that number, you know exactly who you're going to get. But I remember, you know, the anxiety of ringing a house phone um, of just random people and you don't know who's going to answer. And it kind of could put you off sometimes making that call and things like that. But the idea that you couldn't just contact someone instantly, you know, or if you were out and about, and you, you, you were meant to meet up with someone, they hadn't turned up, you didn't know why. You had to wait for them to get home. Uh, maybe they'd missed the bus or whatever, and you had to wait for them to get home and then send you a message on the phone or whatever, um, you know, from your ha <laughs> their house phone to your house phone. Um, it's amazing how much things have changed. And I think the thing is, we don't really realise just how much has changed. And... The thing kind of bringing this background to Betfair trading is that I think sometimes it's a little bit easier for older people to come into Betfair trading and have patience because I feel like almost they were born with a little more patience. You know, the society they grew up in had to be more patient, right? If you wanted to know the football scores and you're at the beach, you had to wait till you got home. You can just whack out your phone and find out instantly I remember, you know, putting the radio on all the time in the car when you got in, back in the car and being like, having to listen for ages until they actually mentioned the Norwich game. Because obviously Norwich wasn't the big game that they would talk about straight away all the time. Um, and it's quite funny that I think, because I was kind of born before the computer era, but I grew up in it. I've kind of seen both sides of the coin. And I think that's one of the reasons why I... I kind of have these theories and thoughts about why this is. Um, but I think I think a lot of people growing up now, or people who are maybe in their 30s or 40s, um, FOMO is a very real thing. And it's, I guess some of it's born out of desperation, right? So one of the things I've noticed with traders when they, when they try and learn Betfair trading is that they're desperate 
to become a professional trader. So, and that's, that's fair. That's, that's normal. There's nothing wrong with that. That's absolutely normal. Okay. Um, think about when you, when you were maybe younger and you wanted to be a footballer or whatever you wanted to do, you know, some people were just really desperate to be a footballer and they were obsessed with football. Everything was football. You know, I remember, you know, I was similar. I really wanted to be a professional athlete. Um, but I remember being young and, and being told I couldn't go to training one day and just literally spending the whole evening crying <laughs> like for hours just because I missed one training session. And again, it's that fear of missing out. You know, I, I didn't want to miss out because I felt like that would hurt my development. So I think with Betfair traders, we can get very caught up in the here and now. We can get very caught up in the trades that are happening today. But what we need to realise and what, what we don't sometimes realise is that tomorrow there will be opportunities. You know, um, the day after there will be fresh opportunities. There will be new opportunities. So if you miss out on, on something, maybe you miss a trade because you're out or you forgot about it or your alarm didn't go off or whatever, just remember it's okay. There will be more opportunities in the future. What you don't want to do, and what I've seen a lot of people do, is they go on tilt. They get angry because they missed the trade. Then they go, right, okay, well, I missed that trade today, but the day is still young. I need to get on some more trades, some trades that I wasn't planning to trade because, you know, I missed an opportunity there. I could have made money, and now I haven't made any money, and I feel like I've lost money, even though I haven't. I feel like I have because I could have made that money. Um, so I think that's what happens with a lot of people. And it's really, really important to remind yourself, okay, it's annoying, right? I get it. It's annoying when you miss out on a trade. Of course it is. I would get annoyed as well. What I don't let it do is affect my future trading. And that's what I want you... If you, if you take anything away from this podcast today, I want you to think about don't let FOMO affect your future trading don't let your fear of missing out or the fact you have missed out affect how you're going to trade the rest of that day or maybe in the next few days okay carry on with your same plan you had before there's no reason to change anything the funny thing is you know let's say let's say okay let's say you don't do that let's say you 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 succumb to this fear of missing out you go on tilt you chase you chase money not even losses you chase money you would have made right which actually sounds crazy when you think about it but it's so easy to do it's so easy to make this mistake and let's say you do that you do a couple of trades you were never going to do you put money on you roll that money up because you're getting so frustrated suddenly you've lost a grand Right. Let's say you started, could have made 50 quid on a game because you didn't make that 50 quid. You went on tilt. You ended up that day losing a thousand pounds on trades you weren't even going to make. They weren't part of your plan. So it wasn't that you were a bad trader. You hadn't picked bad games. It was that you'd gone on to games that you knew you didn't you had no interest in before the start of the day. The funny thing is. And what a lot of people who do this end up coming back to me and saying, and, and probably as a mistake I would have made back in the day before I was a pro, is that you will lose that grand. That might mean you can't trade again for a while, right? Because that's a lot of money. No one wants to lose that kind of money. No one, you know, no one should be losing that kind of money using sensible staking. You wouldn't lose that kind of money using. But he didn't do that. 
And then you watch trades for the next few days and you notice, yeah, I've got no money to trade. Or maybe you're using really small stakes. But you notice the other opportunities popping up. And you go, do you know what? There were other opportunities. There were actually better opportunities than the one I missed out on originally. So by going on tilt and losing all that money, you you haven't cost yourself from the day you missed out. You haven't cost yourself from losing out on that one trade that you missed out on. You've cost yourself future trades. And the future trades are what really matter. Because it doesn't matter if you don't trade one day or if you miss a trade. There will always be other opportunities out there. Now, let's say we've just had an international break in football, right? Let's say you were trying to trade during an international break. There wasn't much football on. If you know me, you know I don't like trading international football. So for me, it was a quiet time. Now, I could have been really tempted to go and start trading, you know, Colombian second division matches that I knew nothing about. But I didn't, right? Now, I think what a lot of new traders do is they go, oh, international break, two weeks, that's too long. I have to trade, right? I have to trade. So they go, they make these trades and lose money, inevitably, because they're not games they should have been trading in the first place. And then they perhaps don't trade when the football does come back and the good opportunities do present themselves, Okay, so what you're seeing a lot of the time with this fear of missing out is it creates this false perception of of losing money that you haven't actually lost, you've just missed out on. But also it affects your future earnings, it affects your future trading. And that's where it's most important to nip it in the bud. Okay, because the thing is, there will always be more opportunities. Now, I've said this so many times that hopefully this is sink really sinking in for people who don't kind of who struggle with FOMO and don't believe that there's more opportunities later on. But there are. Right. And what you don't want to do is lose out on your chance to actually really make money because of the fact you did start to try and chase losses or you did choose to trade games you wouldn't normally. Um, you know, I always think Ryan Ryan is such a great guy to follow, okay? Now, even as a pro, I can learn from Ryan, and I learn from Ryan all the time. I like to think he learns from me as well. But I learn from Ryan, look up to him, because he became a... Tra- I think part of it is he became a pro trader before I did. So I think it's always good to have people that became good at what you do before you did to look up to, you know? I think I think it's nice to have a balance, actually. I think it's nice to have people you can look up to and learn from and people you can help, people you can teach. And I think that's what Betfair Trading Community is about. There's going to be traders who are newer than you, who need your help. And there's going to be traders who've been pro longer than you or, or been trading longer than you, if you're not a pro, who can help you. I think it's a really good balance. I think it's important to have a balance of the two. One, because you feel like you're really contributing, helping others. And two, because you're continuing your professional development. You're always learning. And one of the things I learned from Ryan early on was that he doesn't have any fear of missing out. Right? If he misses out trading for a day, he doesn't let it bother him. He just trades the next day. Now, let's think, right? Let's say you want to learn Betfair trading. We always advise, give yourself a year to two years to really learn it. Right? 
I do not believe that in one or two months you can know whether you'll be a good trader. I just know that for a fact. Or I've seen so many people come through the doors and leave after a couple of months. And they've been decent traders, but they go, oh, but I didn't do that well this month. Well, it's your second month of trading. You know, maybe just don't put money on and maybe learn the game. Maybe really learn the game for a year, year and a half, small stakes, and really learn it. And then go, if, if, if after two years you go, do you know what, this isn't for me, then great. You, you at least you know that and, and you kind of you're giving yourself a chance but so many people don't give themselves a chance and what I find interesting is that and the reason I bring this up a lot of them take it day to day right so if they have one bad trading day that can put them off or if they miss out on one trade that can put them off the reason Ryan doesn't let this stress him out the reason it doesn't you know it's like water off a duck's back with Ryan if he misses a trade is because he knows there's so many days, right? There's so many days. Even if you give yourself a year or year to two years, that's over 700 days. 700 days. So one trade on one day is such an insignificant number. When, let's say you make, even if you don't trade, let's say you make average two or three trades a day. Let's say you trade five five days a week, right? That is still a lot of trades, isn't it? That is a lot of trades. And over 700 days, right? Maybe let's say you take what, a couple of hundred of those seven. Let's say if you take two days off a week, so that's a couple hundred down. You still got 500 days in those two years, 500 days, maybe 1500 trades at least, probably more right? Maybe 1,500 trades, and you're letting one trade affect you out of 1,500. That's such a small amount, you know, it's such an insignificant number in the grand scheme of things. But it's amazing the impact this can have. And, you know, what I'd say is that rather than worrying about missing out on, on a trade, if you're recording your trades, if you're putting them into a spreadsheet, as I advise everyone does, you can still record that data and see if it works for you. It's still useful information. You haven't lost anything. You haven't missed out on anything. Data, you will find, the more seriously you start to take Betfair trading, the more having good data is valuable to you, right? My sister is a data analyst for a company and she earns a lot of money doing this, right? They are literally just paying someone to analyze data. Good money to just analyze data. That is the value of data. That is the reason why with the football statistics software, we really kind of, I've always been a statistics guy, right? Because I think the great thing with statistics is they don't lie, right? Stats are scientific, they're proof, they're truth, right? My bias is not influenced. You know, my bias cannot have an influence on how many shots on target there were, on what the result of a match was. You know, I can't have bias. I can't bring bias into it. The great thing is when you're using statistics, you're just getting an unbiased computer tell you 
this match selection makes sense. For the criteria you're looking for, this is the match you should be looking at today. That's why I love the software. I love the fact I can create these filters, these strategies, these systems. And every day it will tell me what my selections are without me having to even input any data or, or look at all the games individually. It tells me, right, based on your criteria, these are your football selections today. Bang. And then once I've got that little shortlist, I can then go and look at those games individually because I don't mind because it's, it's great. It's great to have another look at them and, and really work out if they're trades I want to make. But I love the fact there's no bias from it, right? But data is so valuable. That's why companies pay so much for data. That's why companies pay so much for research. That's why companies pay so much to get surveys done. You know, maybe you see sometimes we send out surveys um, and it's great because the data we get back from you guys is what helps improve our service, is what helps us go, okay, this is what we need to do. This is what our members want. This is what's missing from Betfair Training Community. That will help our members. And what I love about what Ryan does as a trader and what I've really learned about him is that he's not trying to trade everything, right? So one of the things about FOMO that I'm going to talk about, just to kind of round this off, is there's kind of sometimes this belief that people feel they should be trading everything they can, every single selection, everything that comes up. But the reality is, if you if you try and do that, if, if you're really trying to push yourself that much, you're going to get tired, you're not going to have a rest. How are you going to have a day off? If you If you want to trade every trade, your strategy comes up with, how are you ever going to have a day off? Because if you're getting trades every day that come up on your filter, then if you want to trade every single one, you can't ever have a day off. The thing is, Ryan knows missing out on one or two days or whatever a week, it doesn't matter. Because in the long term, if you are picking good selections, you will make money. And that's why the individual trade, the individual selection, every single selection, it's not as important to get on and trade everything as you think it is. Now, I know it feels like it is, and a lot of the time it will feel like that, but it's really not. And that's the proof. The proof is pro traders exist, right? So if, if what I was saying now wasn't the truth, pro traders wouldn't exist because there's no pro trader out there who trades everything. There's no pro trader out there who trades every selection on their system. There's no pro trader out there who's never had a day off, right? That's the truth. The truth is, if you're picking the right selections, if you've got a strategy and a plan in place, if you have something profitable over time, if you trade it, let's say your strategy throws up, 25 selections a week now if you trade 20 out of those 25 over time you're still going to have a lot of trades that's a thousand trades a year right so you're still going to have a lot of that will tell you whether you're profitable or not even those ones you've missed you can even if you discount them from the data you will know that you should still be profitable in those other thousand selections right that's what you've got to think about. Think about the fact that you don't need to fear missing out. It's not the end of the world. And there will be another day. 
there will be more opportunities and there will be more trades. And that is just the simple truth. Okay, guys, so I hope this has helped you. I've really tried to focus in on the fear of missing out thing today. Um, if you have any questions, as ever, get in touch. Info at betfairtradingcommunity.com. Send your love to Ryan. I hope he's getting on well with his little kid. I should check up in with him myself, actually, because I haven't in the last few days. Um, and, yeah, I just hope you're all doing well. I'm so glad to see the football getting back on track now. Hopefully get those fans back in the stadiums. I think I'll make a massive difference. Uh, I think things will, even if you're struggling at the moment, I think you'll find that things will turn around once uh, once the fans get back in. Anyway, guys, um, I hope you have a really good week and I'll be back again with another podcast soon.